What's going on, folks? This is Daryl, your host of Narratives Over Wine and Whiskey podcast, the podcast where we discuss issues that affect black people and millennials while having a drink of something good. Today, I'm sipping on a Merlot from the Angus Barn. If you're not familiar, um, the Angus Barn is one of the United States' most profitable restaurants. It's housed here in the Raleigh-Durham area of North Carolina. I'm not sure if it's in Raleigh or Durham, it's right there on the, uh, the border. But great, great food. Um, they specialize in beef, as the name would say. But they also produce their own wines. And um, so I, I copped the Merlot to go with my King Beef Ribs, which is what I get every time I go. Every time being once a year because the place is just that pricey. But yeah, great bottle of wine and great food. But yeah, let's get to today's topic, which is if you missed your chance, create a bigger one. Um, hopefully you all were able to catch my episode what if 2020 isn't your year in the episode I discussed how difficult of a year 2019 was for for me and probably for a lot of other people but everyone always is saying this is gonna be my year it might may or may not be what I will say is at times in life you're gonna miss what you think is your big chance when that happens, it's on you to create another one. When Desiree and I decided that we were going to leave the country for two months, not knowing what kind of a employment situation I was going to step back into, that, that was scary because upon my decision to leave, I had two different positions that I knew I was well qualified for and was interviewing for. So I thought, okay, yeah, I'm leaving this job, but these other two places want me. They know my situation. They know that I'm leaving for two months and I'm going to come back ready to hit the ground running. Great opportunities with a great um, great organization, or yeah, two opportunities within one organization, different departments, but um, I was really excited about that opportunity. And guess what, or those opportunities. But I came back and I hadn't been hired. They needed somebody to start before we would get back in the United States. And so poof, those opportunities were gone. I came back with no job. Fast forward from August 2018 to February 2019 and I pick up a part-time job that is doing some amazing work, but still I'm not making the money that I would like to be making, that I'm accustomed to making. So, you know, I'm still falling short, still not where I want to be. I felt like I had missed my opportunity or made a, a poor decision by leaving my job in order to take those two months to go overseas. Fast forward to right now, and um, I've just started the job of my dreams. Literally, a job where I am able to combine my fundraising experience with my marketing creativity and push into a community that I care about the ideals that I believe in. So, you know, I, and, and though I did not create this position, the position was created directly for me. Um, my resume was used to write the job description. My salary was decided upon by me. My work hours are very flexible, so, you know, as long as I get done what I need to get done, I'm good. I'm finally in a space that I want to be in, but 
but I never would have been in this space had I not created the room to take a, a leap of faith. And and it's not just me, you know, I'm not the the picture of success yet. Um, I am I'm a picture of what success looks like on the front end. But anyway, I recently saw this screenshot and I can't seem to find it on my phone I'm looking right now. But anyway, saw this screenshot and it was of Diddy and it said that um, he was supposed to be in somebody's feature film, you know, Quentin Tarantino or some big um, director and Diddy was supposed to have a small role, I mean minuscule. But he said that was about to be his big break. He didn't get the role because something fell through and Diddy was thinking, wow, I missed my big opportunity. Where's Diddy right now? Diddy is one of the most wealthy black men in his industry and in the nation. Had he taken that opportunity, who knows where his life would have gone. Had he taken that opportunity and taken it seriously and not followed where his calling was and what his purpose was, the man the man would not have had the impact on black culture, on the issue of poverty, on humanitarian efforts, on politics. We might not without Diddy, right? Because y'all remember Rock the Vote. Without Diddy being who Diddy is now, Rock the Vote wouldn't have been what it is or what it was. If that didn't happen, what's to say that people would have gotten out and voted for President Obama the way they did? You know, we we have to realize that what we think is our big break or what we think is our big mistake may not be. And so I challenge you to stop second guessing yourself all the time and to stop taking your your points in life of challenge as the end all. There are plenty of people who kill themselves not because they have a mental illness, but because they don't have any more hope. And there's a big difference between the two, right? So there are people who are clinically depressed who have a chemical imbalance that does not allow them to see the light. And they take their own lives, not as, as a result of a failure on their own part, but as a result of their minds not working the way that most of our minds are intended to work. Then there are those people who have the capacity to keep going, have the dexterity, could keep doing it, but they just give up. There's no mental illness there. They just they just aren't built to continue pushing forward. Life is that hard for them in their minds and they don't think it's going to ever get better. What they didn't know is, had they kept pushing a little bit longer, it would have gotten better. Had they found a way to make something work, it would have gotten better. No. Right now, I, I, I equate it to this. When my ancestors, who were born in Africa, and 
placed onto a boat in order to come to the United States and work for free, when those people on the Middle Passage decided to jump off the side of the ship because they thought that's the only way I'm getting back to Africa and if I'm not going to get back to Africa, I'd rather die. They didn't have anything better waiting for them on the other side of that, uh, that ocean. There was no hope for a better life. You could have told them that there was, but the, there, there wasn't. You, know, you were going to go into the United States, you were going to work until you died. If you were a woman, there was a high chance you were going to be raped. If you were a man, there was a chance that your wife was going to be raped, or maybe you were. There was nothing better to look forward to. Nothing at all that that's the the bare that's the bottom line no one was coming to rescue them no one (laughs) um this is going to sound very sacrilegious but on this earth jesus didn't come to rescue them god was concerned about their souls but their bodies at that moment it was it was done so them jumping over the side of that boat made plenty of sense versus me right now or me last year I wasn't in chains I had a rough year and still I was able to with the the support of my friends and family push through I was blessed in that moment but had I given up just because I had a rough year no, that was that would have been selfish of me. There was hope at the at the on the other side of my ocean. I knew that when I got to the next step of my life, something better was coming. And so I challenge you right now to realize that it's it's going to get better if it's rough right now. But the onus is on you. In this in this time of, of struggle if you're having it, push through. I recall my coach saying very frequently to myself or other players um, on the football team, are you injured or are you hurt? If you're injured, come off the field. If you're hurt, fight through. You know, <laughs> when when you're a 5-8 cornerback, who weighs 140 pounds soaking wet like I was, and you have a fullback come through, you know, running a 4-6-40, and dude weighs maybe, let's say, high school fullback, good size, you got a 230-pound guy coming at you full speed, that's going to hurt. Got to get back up and, and make it through the next down. Now, if that man comes through and I feel my bone snap, okay, let's reevaluate. Let's figure out how I can step off the field, get better, and come back. Come back stronger, you know, go through the rehab I need to. But to just give up, that that's not what we're here to do. And if your mind is in proper shape and if it's functioning well, I expect you to do more than give up. I expect you to take this time that is a challenge for you to rebuild, to create your own lane, to find something that you're interested in, passionate about, and and just delve into it because you can be great. 
you can be greater than the mistake that you made or that you think is a mistake that actually sets you up for success. I go back to the Diddy story because as far as business goes, between him and Jay-Z, I really, I can't see who's better. You know, Jay-Z is Jay-Z because Jay-Z could rap. Diddy couldn't rap and Diddy is still doing very well. So, yeah, I go back to the Diddy story and I say, wow, this man missing his opportunity as he thought he did set the entire black culture up for success. What opportunities have you missed that will set your legacy up to be remembered for generations? And the next point I wanna hit is take advantage of the time that you have right now. I um, I don't think I did the best job of taking full advantage of my, my almost year and a half out of full-time work. You know, I, I wrote a book, wonderful, did some amazing networking, started a photography book, um, so I did a lot, but I didn't do it intentionally. So when I say take advantage of your time, I really encourage you to make a plan. If you know, hey, this is, you know, it's starting to look, starting to look a little dim right now. You know, I don't have any anything panning out as far as opportunities go. I, I encourage you to start writing a plan. I encourage you to put down, hey, this month I want to learn this skill. This month I want to learn this skill and build on the skill I learned last month. All right, three months from now, I want to go ahead and put those into a business plan. And six months in, you have a viable and functioning business based on the skills you learned during your downtime. I had a great skill set. I um, still do. Um, I'm an exceptional writer, an exceptional photographer. And so I was able to take some great pictures, write a great book, and really really bring things together during my downtime, but I didn't do it with intention. I could have probably done what I did in a year and six months had I just said, you know what, this month I'm going to do this, this month I'm going to accomplish this, let's check off these boxes. And then by the end of it, I would have made more money, had a better portfolio, and been able to move on to something bigger and better during the second half of that year as opposed to spreading out six months worth of work over an entire year. I want my lessons to be applicable to your lives. I want you to really take heed to where I fell short so that when it's your time to, to learn, you grow even further than than you thought you could in your season of, of struggle. It's not gonna be easy. Nobody said life was gonna be easy. We didn't ask to be here, we're here. Deal with it. Because you never know how what you're going through right now is going to inspire someone else. And you never know how that inspiration will lead them to then inspire someone else. Too often we think of our legacy as being remembered. That's very selfish. 
I don't need for my name to be remembered as long as the things I went through positively impact the future. That's a legacy. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice if in 3,000 years, people were speaking my name as if it were Caesar's in a positive manner, of course. I, I would love to have uh, the the Daniel salad be the salad that everyone has with their meal. Um, but if it never happens, so what? Do you know what will come from my impact on the world 3,000 years from now? A sense of integrity that's been passed along from myself, or excuse me, let me take that back. A sense of integrity that's been passed along from my great-grandmother down to my father, which was then passed to me, which will be passed to my kids and their kids and so on and so forth. And that's not to say that any of us were perfect, though uh, Grandma Polly was not far from it. Um, none of us have been perfect. We've all had our shortcomings. We all will continue to try and fail. But what we're passing on is the fact that you try again. And when you try again, eventually if you keep trying and don't give up, the success is going to come. And it might not look like the Maserati that I want. It might not look like the, the career that I need um, or think I need. It might not look like the six bedroom house that my friends have but it will look like a legacy of integrity what kind of legacy do you want to leave do you want to leave one that says he tried and he gave up or do you want to leave one that says he tried and each time he kept going until he got there and he died knowing that he was still trying to get one step closer to what he saw as his calling. Today, I, I, I challenge you. If you think you missed your chance, create a bigger one. Create a better one. And, and know that what's for you is for you. If anything misses you, it didn't miss you. It was, it was not positioned to be what you needed. Hope you all have an amazing, amazing week. Look forward to seeing you here again next week, same time, same place. It's your boy Daryl, I'm out.